y'all, it's Lorray and Shimian, and we're back with another episode of Black Queer on dot 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 Black Queer and dot mm. dot dot Black Queer and okay. dot. I was coming up with a theme song. Oh, okay. Can I join in? Yeah, Black Queer and dot dot dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Black Queer and dot dot dot. dot. <laughs> Black queer, I'm being serious. Oh. Black queer and da da da. Black queer. <laughs> People can't see you. This looks really funny. So it's hard for me to keep a straight face. Go ahead. Okay. Black queer and da da da. Black queer and da da da. Black queer and. I thought you were going to come in. I no, thought you said you were being serious. So oh, I, didn't I think thought you, wanted you were going to sing. Because I was being serious the first couple of times I did it. <laughs> You know what it feels like though when I'm singing it like that? Doesn't it feel like a old show, like a old like black news show or something? Like no, it felt like it, or like somebody should come in and try and do a corny rap, like black and queer. We're here, we're here, black and queer. No, okay, no, I don't no. see it, but okay, sounds. Good. I felt it in my spirit. Yeah. Anyway, we're here with another episode since she wants to be dry about it. I'll be dry. Black queer and dot, dot, dot. Ray, we can totally hear you drinking right in the mic. I was trying to take a sip of my drink. But you have to pull back from the mic. Like, literally, this is you. This is you. (laughs) So, (laughs) what was I saying? Really? Yes, no, you did you don't... extra. Mine did not sound like that. Like that's because I don't have a straw. But, but I that's what the straw is for. Discreetness. You... Okay. <sighs> Go ahead. Okay, so today we wanted to talk about community, um, and what that means to us. And I know, like, I feel like. A lot of the topics we talk about could go in so many directions, which is fine because I'm sure at some point we'll hit that direction. So last week, um, we went to church, and then after church, we went to So Oakland Day Fest, which was, I don't know if they've done it before. I feel like, was it the first time? I don't know. I feel like it was the first one. I know like Oakland has been trying to do more stuff like the barbecuing while black, yeah. which came about from barbecue Becky, who mm-hmm. like tried to call the police on black folk who were just barbecuing at the uh, lake, at Lake Merritt. And you know, like we do, uh, you know, like we do as black folk, when you try and uh, drag us down, we're going to make something of it. Like, she tried to call the police on folk for barbecuing, and now it's a, it's a thing. Right. It's like... It's an event. Yeah, it's that barbecuing while black. black. It's an event. Now there's a lot of black people barbecuing. Oh, yeah. It's like hundreds of people out there, and it's beautiful. It's amazing. But I don't... And I think so Oakland... Like, I think it's affiliated, because I saw it on their website. I think they're affiliated. Um but this day fest, it was like they had uh, food trucks and drinks and, uh, you know, a mm-hmm. small stage. And they had, yeah, you know, black biz- business owners. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I will say this, it was promoted as like, it seemed like it was going to be a lot bigger. 
But at the end of the day, it it really was beautiful just to see a bunch black of folk. black folk out there. Yeah, and there were a lot of queer people. Oh my gosh, there were. I was surprised. I was surprised. And I mean, we are in Oakland. Shamian used to work in Oakland. Um, we go to church I still in do. Oakland. I just work remotely, but yes. Yes, but I mean spending time in Oakland. Yeah. We go to church in Oakland. Our daughter has dance in Oakland. And so we are in Oakland a few days a week, every week, um, quite a few days a week, every week. Mm-hmm. And we love Oakland and we love to be around our folk, right? And I will say this though, when I'm in Oakland, I don't feel like I see a whole lot of queer folk. I don't know about you, but like maybe at yeah, Oakland Pride, I mean, but... Well, when I'm in Oakland outside, like I'm not at festivals all the time where people are just gathered and I can just look at people. I'm on my way to a destination, do you know what I mean? So I'm not really looking, you know, because like, for example, because I take public transit so much now, when you're on BART, the whole kind of etiquette is that you bury your head in the phone. You don't really look at people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you just, you're trying to get to your destination. And I think the festival, that gathering gave me an opportunity just to sit and to watch people. So I might be passing queer folks. I don't think so. I know what you're saying. Um, it it's not wasn't as glaring as it was there, yeah. um, and then there's a question of who's queer and who's not. You, you know, not everybody is that uh, looks stereotypically gay. You know, right. so um, so that's I think for me that's what made it really enjoyable. It was just seeing so many gay people, especially when you decided to take pictures of yeah, people. That was beautiful. Yeah, I mean, and I get what you're saying. I think. Not to say, because you sometimes, like, when you're there for work, you go to work. Like you said, you ride public transit, you go to work, and you come home. I'm there, like, I hang out sometimes, or, like, I go, when I take Jasmine to dance, I actually hang out, because I used to hang out in Oakland all the time, and Mm -hmm. I feel like I would see people here and there, but to, like, really see folk, or even, like... um, you know how we've gone to Oakland Museum a few times, and even on the the time we went to see the LGBTQ exhibit, yeah, I didn't see a bunch great. of black folk out there. You know what I'm, I mean? I, I saw a bunch of black folk out there, yeah. but I didn't see a bunch queer. of queer black folk out yeah. there. So this was beautiful. Like it was amazing to see couples there together, and not yeah. just. Not not saying that there's anything wrong with seeing queer friends, but like to see people unashamed, like holding hands and showing Some affection. People, yes. Some yeah. people. Um, but to a lot of times I know in the black community, sometimes we're we feel like we have to be something different mm-hmm. when we're around a bunch of black folk because we don't want to be um singled out. Right. Or we don't we're want to bring people attention to, to ourselves. Exactly. Because it can bring Negative and positive attention. I mean, I think a good case in point is that people that were um, affectionate with, with each other, they stood out to us, and yes. so we knew to go up to them, right? And you know that they probably be more receptive to taking a picture, right? Right. But the other side of that is that a lot of people don't engage in PDA mm-hmm. for their own safety, especially around uh, black people, which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. You know, um, our friend that was with us, he made a really good point about... Men. Yeah, with the men. Like, with the women, 
it wasn't just because the way that they were dressed or, you know, but they were showing more affection to each other. And so I kind of took the approach okay. of yeah. um, I introduced myself and I introduced you even when you weren't standing there with me and just was telling people about the podcast yeah, um, just to kind of make that introduction, but not trying to make them feel like I was saying, oh, I know you're queer. Because if they were with friends, I didn't want to like out them. Yeah, even though we knew even <laughs> some though of them yeah, were even queer. though we knew we're some of them were, we were trying to be respectful, but most of them were like, "Oh hell yeah, yeah we out here." Changing. That's what I heard all day was yeah. like, "No, we out here. It's we out, we representing than our generation." Cuz a lot of those people are a little bit younger. A lot of people were actually around our age, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. But there was like half and half people that were part of a younger generation. Right. And they're like, "Oh yeah, like it's it's different." Yes, when we're very open about yeah. it. Like, oh yeah, we out here and we want to take a picture and please tag us right. when you do it. And I yeah. thought that was so beautiful, but I saw less of that with the men, which is what our friend well, was saying. No, we saw a lot of men that were saying, please tag us and please... You're talking no. about the pup... Yeah. No. The, I, I was there when a lot of men were like, Instagram, when if, you were saying... You ask them for their no. If you look at the amount of pictures that we have called. of women and the amount of pictures that we have of men, there are a lot more women. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about the number of pictures. You were saying that women were more likely to agree to the Instagram. That's not what I meant. Oh, okay. No, I meant you're just saying more women were out there. Yes, and and also what I meant was it was more. There were more. I was trying to piggybacking off of um, what our friend was saying, which was men are, or he was saying, if you notice, the men are less likely to show affection. Yeah. Where the women are, you know, are being more affectionate with each other, um, which was true. Yeah. And I think that was a good point because it brings attention to the fact that men are targeted more, yeah, uh, especially by other men. Look, men like, and trans women, yeah, yeah, are targeted more. Yes, yes, because I think that you know this whole idea of machismo and what it means to be a man—it's oh like toxic masculinity. Yeah, I think that some men are more inclined to target other men who appear to be effeminate mm-hmm. to show that they're not that kind of guy, right? Right, because it gives them some sort of status. Whereas women. That's not usually the case. I mean, you don't see women coming up to folks saying, you know what, I'm going to beat you. You know what I'm saying? Right, Because it's right, not the same. Right. You don't get the same kind of clout for that kind of thing. But women are also, a lot of women are are not correcting it either. You know what I mean? No. Like you when mean? you hear, like if you were to hear a, like a black man saying, you know, nah, that's some gay shit, or we gonna fuck him up because he's, you know, or they feel like they're threatening their manhood. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of us out there that are saying, nah, fuck that shit, this is not okay. But I feel like for the most part, like the women maybe that are close to them, I don't know. Like, I feel like if there were more of us stepping up and saying, nah, shut the fuck up, oh. like what you're doing is wrong and it's not right. Like, you can't go and kill somebody or beat somebody up because you feel like they're threatening your manhood. Like what yeah. do they have to do with your fucking manhood? Yeah. That to be honest with you, I think that men that are inclined to physically harm other men because they're effeminate 
are hiding some things. Yep. Because if you're comfortable in your own skin, like some of the men in your family, then it's no problem. Mm -hmm. Like they're clear about their sexuality, so there's no need, right, for them to try to be harmful or volatile in any way because they're comfortable in their own skin. So I think that some people that go out of their way, men and women, I think they're hiding something. Yeah. I honestly do. Because there's no need for it otherwise. Like why... What do you, who are you proving things to? Right. Do you know what I mean? I think, I think it's a, it goes, uh, there's so much that like goes back and has to do with history. I mean, and then pause from that, but cause you said women too. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm sure it happens, but how many, how often do we see women like beating up on other yeah. women or men? For their sexuality. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Like that doesn't often. happen very often. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, it's generally men. Mm-hmm. And like I agree with you. I think it's because it's their own issues that they have. Or maybe they got their dick sucked, you know, by somebody and they liked it, but mm-hmm. they didn't want to like it because people have been telling them forever, whether it's damning theology, you know, like damaging theology, damning theology, bad theology. Um or parents or grandparents or whoever, uncles, friends, aunties, friends telling them peers. that that shit is gross and it's nasty. And it's like, but they're mad at themselves for liking it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I don't know. It'd be interesting to have uh, your brother on to talk about it. You know what I mean? Someone who's really strong, really mm-hmm. comfortable in their own skin to talk about his perspectives because, you know, obviously I'm not a man, so I don't know for sure, Mm -hmm. but it would be interesting to hear from a man that, um, you know, the perspective that might give us some insight into why some men are that way and some men aren't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yes, I agree. I don't, I mean, he can't speak for all men. No, of course not. No, just like we can't speak for all black and queer people, but the quad is, the pot is still called black queer. You know what I mean? Because we are black and queer. Oh, that's right. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) That is why. Yeah. But I'm just saying for some, I'm, I'm not saying that he can speak for all of mankind, but we're two women talking about this, I'm just saying it might be interesting to have a male perspective and someone who is strong, who someone who's comfortable in their own skin. Maybe I'll call him you know? tomorrow and get some, like seriously, just yeah. a quick, you know. If he's willing. I'm sure yeah. he would be. I mean, because he is a very strong person. And yes. I, he's one of those people to me that be, whatever he says, he doesn't feel like uh Oh, my boys is looking at, you know, they're going to look at, you know what I'm saying? Like He doesn't strike me as that type of person. No, he's very secure in who he is. Secure, that's the word. He's strong and secure in who he is. And he, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's not, he's, he, it's so funny because he's, he's this big, tall black guy. and, And a lot of people, if they don't know him, they immediately get like intimidated by him, especially white people. Um, and he's a sweetheart. Now, I mean, don't let, take that kindness for weakness, but he's a sweetheart, you know? Mm-hmm. But he is definitely not that toxic, masculine right. type person, you know? Right. Which is why I'm thinking it might why be he's interesting not bothered to hear. by you at all. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas some and, people... And yes, some people are bothered by me. And... It's more often than not that I find that um, men 
are um, uncomfortable. They don't know what to make of me. And it's very obvious to me. Um, but he has never been a person that, that was like that. So I think it'd be interesting to get his perspective. But the event, so Oakland, mm-hmm. it was really, really nice to be able to connect with queer people because the you know the, our everyday lives... We don't get to do that. Right. And so there was like, true. there was an element of like almost giddiness yeah. at like that connection when we went up to people and then we asked the question, is it okay? And you know, we're, this is who we are. And they said, yes. Yeah. And people In were immediately moment, going to the Instagram like, oh, well, let me follow. And then they were like, well, where's because the podcast? Because we don't get that. And I'm like, no, not till August 15th. Like it's not ready right. yet, but it was very cool yeah, to see it was people really excited. Cool. You we know. were excited. They were excited because it's not the norm. It's yeah. not, you know, and so there's some excitement about connecting with people who are in the same community as you. So it's like a, like a, another layer of community. So we're black folk, but we're queer black right, folk. Right, right, right. You know, and so, um, so it was just wonderful. And I keep, you know, in my mind kind of replaying some of those images because they give me life in some ways. Yeah, you know, absolutely. That there are other people out there that are you know, dealing with a very heteronormative world, mm-hmm. you know, but we're making it. We're out here. We're doing our thing. Younger generations are looking fabulous. Yep, they are. You know, so it's That it's made feeling. me feel really like being there and seeing us. First of all, it made me feel amazing seeing black folk represented. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but when we're out as a family, it is glaringly obvious that we are queer, right? Yes. Um, like when we're all together. Right. Yes, because of you. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Like yeah. when people look at me, they generally, most of the time, they first look at like, damn, she's tall. Honestly, people are like, she's, she, she's really tall. Uh, but outside of that, people are not like, oh my God, she's queer like something is different about her like nobody's doing that yeah do you get what i'm saying like, i do yeah I do. Uh, and nobody we is in different worlds discriminating against me because of it but when we're together people treat me different and they look at me different and i feel mm-hmm. that and i know that yep um, and that's the world i roam in all the time that's my i, I know I know. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do to change that because I am who I am. Like I I sometimes I wear sweats and sometimes I wear dresses. Like that's just who I am. Yeah. I'm not masculine presenting. Right. You know? That could be an entirely different conversation. What it what it's like to be in the world as someone who is feminine, a feminine woman, and then someone who's masculine. Because even though we you know, we go to some of the same places. Our experiences are completely different. Right. Like, like you'd have men, you talk about men approaching you and, and, you know, trying to talk to you. I never get that. You know what I mean? I, I literally, you do. sometimes you get ever. Trying to well, that's you. different. That's different. But, but that's not on the everyday. It that's is like, different, but it's also different to me because I'm like, you're you not a that, man. Right. So I'm like, you're a well, gay some man. Gay men like, so for some gay men, this is their flavor. You know, they like masculinity. Some gay men are just attracted to masculinity. So, um, you just hella cute. Thank you, Ray. You're welcome. Um, so anyway, that would be an interesting topic. Yeah. To talk about because it is, um, the experiences that you and I have are, are very, very different. 
They are. In the world. And I get like looks all the time, which is why I kind of have tunnel vision. Because I get stared at all, literally all the time, everywhere I go. It's, it's the norm for me. But it's different looks. Yeah. You know? Um, so. This is totally off subject, but I didn't tell you about this, and it's funny. So, you know, I went to church today, and afterwards, uh, I went to the store in San Leandro to try and find, what was I looking for? Oh, soccer cleats for Jasmine. And yeah. then I was like, well, I got to get some groceries anyway. So I go in and, uh, you know, we're in the Oakland area. So it's a lot of black folk, which is always beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I'm not in my week wear, which is like oh, yeah. shorts and a t-shirt, you know. Right, yeah. I had my makeup casual, on and I had my hat yeah. on and, Your you know, I had wear. my... Church-ish wear. Because you yeah, look fly to outside of church. Thank you. Yeah, but my so, church so wear is probably not like normal wear. It's just, church wear. It's just not your week wear. Like, it's, not your it's work my wear. my boho chic yeah, <laughs> church wear. Boho? I'm like a hippie. It's like, you know, oh. I like to wear like the caftans and the, you know, Caftan. the things that are roomy, but with heels. Or, but I didn't wear the heels in the store. But it was really uncomfortable to me, even though I, I knew I was fly. Like, I was like, I'm out here. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care. Everybody's school shopping. I'm out here. I look cute. Um, but it was like a few different men back to back that stared so hard at me. It was really uncomfortable. Yeah. And I mean, my dress is all big and flowy. It's not like you can see like body. I mean, my titties are big. So like it's, you know, it's hard to miss them. But yeah. they were staring. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> they were staring. to be clear on the mic. <laughs> they were staring so hard. And they weren't together. We're talking about different Men, men throughout the store yeah. who were staring so hard. And it was, you've seen me before when people stare at me. Usually I'm like, hi. Right. Yes. You know, because I, I feel know. like if you're going to stare so hard, even speak. if it's an admiration, whatever, speak. Yeah. But it was just like, it, it was just this whole, like, maybe I never noticed it throughout the years when I was younger, or maybe when you're younger, you're like, yeah, they staring. Mm hmm. But I, it didn't feel good. It felt like, uh, I don't know, just that whole like staring like so hard. Objectified or, or no, yeah. just too much attention? or. But I felt like, it almost felt like their hands were on me. You know, Like they were staring that hard that their hands were actually on my yeah, body. That sounds like objectification, but I won't put words in your mouth. When you say like, it sounds like their hands are... Or, I mean, it sounds like it feels, feels like, like their hands are all over you. Right. For me, just to compare the two, when I have people looking at me, it feels like their hands are trying to undress me because they're trying to figure out are you a man or you're a woman? Mm. So they're literally, they look at my crotch and they look at my breasts and they go back to my crotch and then they go back to my breasts, which might be similar in terms of like people looking at your body. But it's a different kind of gaze. Yeah, that because we I get. don't think they're looking at you like they want to. They don't want to. They're yeah, looking at you, trying yes, to figure it out. You trying to figure it out. But so I they feel look like they're at undressing me. You trying to like touch, a piece of meat. Like, like yeah. they're attracted to you. They look at me like an alien. An alien Isn't... with breasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't know. That's what they're trying to figure out. But I'm just saying that's an example. Yeah. Of how. We both get the gaze, as I call it. Yeah. But it's very, very different. 
It was very uncomfortable. And I I think going into 40, uh, I am one that, you know, I love, I've been every size um, and I am not, you know, I'm losing weight. Like I'm actively trying to get in shape, but I've never been one to, even when I'm not happy with my weight, I'm still not going to be like, no, I'm going to wear something I don't like or don't want to yeah. wear because I'm ashamed of, of how I, you know, how yeah. I look. I'm going to be sexy at any size. Yeah. Like I'm, I don't give a damn what anybody else thinks because I know that's what makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't like I didn't feel good about how I looked or it was like, yeah, niggas should be looking at me. It was more like, I'm just trying to get in the store and do what I got to do. But if you're going to stare speak yeah but to come all the way up on me and then be like hey oh hey you, you know what i mean yeah. it just felt I, really i do and i don't i know what you mean because i'm hearing your experience but i don't because i've never i've never had, well actually maybe when i was younger when i was in college and i used to dress like up in skirts and stuff and heels yeah, uh, for key. fun with my friends you're then i would way. get then i would be in a different world so yeah. then the women would be really catty and they would just be mean and I didn't get it. But the men would be real like, hey, how you doing? I just want to talk. You need one more dance. That's you how- sound like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> Were you in college with old men? <laughs> so like AARP college? Like what the hell? Anyway, Yo, anyway you know I just want I mean, to take you out okay. to play dice. Like, okay. do you, you play know, dominoes? Ray, you know what I mean? Bid whiz? No. So that was in my younger days, and that was only on occasion for fun. Yeah, but on a on a regular basis, an everyday basis, I never get that kind of attention. I get a lot of stares, and I get, "Hey, bruh," you know, that kind of thing, which uh, always amazes me. Because I'm, I'm like, all hi, yeah, and then still, it's like, "Hey, can you hand me that, brother?" Like they still, even though I say hi, they still, you know, so for some people, they can't yeah. imagine that a woman would look like this. I know, and women look all different ways, and so do men. It's they do. Very interesting, yeah. and so do non-binary. And I think people are just fucked up when it comes to non-binary. They're probably like, "What the hell? Yeah. You have breasts. Why don't you let me call you a woman?" Yeah. You know what I mean? They're right. probably like, "Yeah, I don't get this shit." Yeah, yeah. But I love it. I think it's all great. So um, but anyway, that it just blew me away because. There are sometimes when people look and I feel like, yeah, that's right. I know. I look. You know what I'm saying? But the way that these these few men were staring, it did not feel good. It did mm-hmm. not feel like, yeah, that's right. Because I, I know I look good today. It was more like, uh, I felt like they were like hands were on me. Like that's how it yeah. felt. That's how hard the stairs were. It was really gross. Yeah. I totally is... went to left. But... No, but it's fun. I think this is an important conversation because as someone who um is masculine in the world, what I realize, especially from dating uh women over whatever my dating period, is that I realize that feminine women are really subject to like daily harassment Mm -hmm. that is normalized, right? And so to the point at which some women have devised a method to kind of thwart that kind of, oh, you a bitch? Okay, you want it? You know what I mean? So it's like someone asks for your number and they'll just say, oh, sure, here it is. And they'll give them the wrong number instead of saying, actually, I'm not interested as a means of protection. 
right? Like this is in my mind. Yeah. Because I am who I am and I've never experienced that, it's given me much more empathy mm-hmm. for women who experience that on a daily basis. And it's not something that's talked about. It's not something that even matters to people, right? But I don't feel like it's right. Yeah. You know what no, I'm saying? It's not. To be it's not. objectified and to try to think of different tactics to let men down so that they're not like getting angry and calling you a bitch and calling you a hoe and all of that. That's, and that happens often. I know. But imagine now with cell phones. <clears throat> imagine now with cell phones. Remember before you could give somebody a fake number? Now yeah. they want to call you right then and be like, make sure you oh. lock my number in. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay. very... It's, that. Yeah. So I have this... I mean, I literally... I usually like, oh, <laughs> and I just keep walking. Oh, you I don't, don't even, even stop. stop. No, I don't. And Do you, you can ever call get me the, like, oh, why are you oh, being so? Yeah. You know? But I think the older I get, the less I get that because it's usually younger men who do that. Okay. But I remember when I was at Clark, um, C A U A U C H B C U San Jose State. Uh Stanislaus University. Really? Yeah, that's right. When I was at Clark though, I remember religion. My my friends and I would walk through like the quad area, like coming from Club Woody, which was the library. Club Woody? Yes, that's what we called it, was Club Woody. But it was the library because the library was cracking. And so we would be walking from the library back to our dorms, and it would just be, you know, local dudes hanging out, and they'd be like, Shorty Red, hey, what your name is? And then if you didn't stop, they'd be like, they would go from, they were like Sour Patch Kids. They would be so sweet or, you know, you know, hollering at you out the window. They'd be like, well, fuck you then, bitch. Yeah, that's what I was talking Do you know about. how alarming that is? Because yeah. you don't know if they're like, somebody's going to try and beat you up because you don't want to talk. But it's like, I don't want to talk. Yeah. And, and it's that not be because I don't like, fine. I just don't know you. Or I, what yep. if I have somebody? Or what if I'm running the class? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. It should be perfectly fine that exactly. I do a not no no. want to talk to you. I yeah. know no is no yeah. exactly there's other women in the world i've never i don't understand that i've do you never think understood that there's that. someone for everyone you know I how do. people say that there's someone for everyone i do because one of the streamers that i watch on twitch um he was online talking about on twitter talking about how he had crippling depression now to say that publicly is huge but um and I, when I see his pictures, I think, mm, okay. But I know that some man, he's gay, uh, the guy that I'm talking about. He is? Some man, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. He came Did out you, several years that? ago. Yeah, he came out several years ago. I didn't know when I first started watching him. Oh, but wow. But then he said something like on Twitter, and I was like, oh, oh, he's so gay. So he's married to a man? No. Or he's got, he's, he's just. No, he's single, um, which I think contributes a little bit to his Depression. depression. Uh, but when I looked at him today, his picture, I thought, mm, okay. But I do believe that there's some man out there that's like, mm, mm. Yeah. I really do think that. I do. I think there's, there's someone that's attracted to, to... So, well, I said that backwards. I think that... No, maybe I didn't. So I think that there's someone that's going to be attracted to every person. Okay. I don't know. I, I believe that. That's cool. I I, I, mean, I was just asking because I, um, someone always says that. I think it's Latisha. She always says, there's somebody for everybody. And she'll be like, well, look at so-and-so. And I'm like, 
And I'm like, I guess so. But I'm there are some people who are, you know, they pass away single or like never having been married or never having been in like a great relationship. That's true. And I always wonder yes. if there was just was no one for them or if they never got a chance to meet the person who was for them. Yeah, I think it's really complicated to be yeah. honest. There's a number of factors. Some people aren't ready. That is to, true. To be in relationships, so they push people away. You mm. know what I mean? I mean, there's just a. I think there are a lot of factors, and you know, I'm not the expert on it, so I don't know. Me either. Uh, but this conversation about community has has been interesting because we went from so Oakland <laughs> to talking about how our community sees us, which yeah. I think is really really important. Like, I think people, some people don't understand. What it's like, like, I think, I think what's interesting about our relationship because you're feminine and I'm more masculine, it brings attention to the fact that feminine women often face like daily stuff that people don't even really talk about. But so do masculine presenting women. And I think it brings it up by contrast because I'm saying to you, I'm a woman and I don't ever, like when I say never, I never get that kind of attention for men. So I don't even... I don't even come to expect it. I never have to think to myself, how am I going to respond? Am I going to try to give him a fake number? Am I going to try to just keep walking? I never have to think about these things. Instead, I'm thinking about, do I use the public restroom? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, So I think because the contrast, I think, brings light to both sides of things. Yeah. Which I think is really interesting. So our our conversation is kind of, it, it took, I mean, we're talking about community in a very, very broad sense. Yeah. Which You're right. It's interesting. I, you know, I mean, I I wanted to talk about community, and I kind of, I mean, I love where the conversation has gone because we don't do anything like scripted. It's just right. We just we talk. decide what we're going to talk about, and then we just talk. Yeah. And this has gone somewhere where I didn't think it would go, but it still has to do. You know, like they, st- it still pertains, right? Like it's still, it does. Like it's, t- they still have to do with each other. Um. And I know the whole conversation started out with talking about So Oakland and just seeing all the queer folk. Um, yeah. But the reason I think it still has to do with each other is because it was glaringly clear that some people were very comfortable with being there and being who they right? Like right. being in their skin and being who they were with and being... And I mean, it's so basically, it's kind of like, what I was just saying about like when we are together and it's obvious mm-hmm. that we are queer, I could have looked at those same people and thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like there are some people, if they had not been with their partners or wives, you know, or you husbands or boyfriends or partners, like I would not have known. Yeah. I wouldn't have known. It would have been like, oh yeah. Or we could have looked and been like, you know, I could, you know, stereotype and guess. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but. Um, you know, it just made it easier when you saw couples or like being affectionate or because they're, or like the one couple that was matching, you know, (laughs) they were super cute. Um, but anyway. (laughs) Did you lose your train of thought? I think so. (laughs) No, no. I was saying like, I know that we went left a little bit, but it it still still all relates relates to each other because... You know, I kind of went to a different direction where I was saying, you know, with us, 
like how you wouldn't know or like what I deal with, you know, in the community. Yep. And what you deal with in the community. But the reality is, even though we deal with all this shit within the community, which is what we were saying earlier, we need the community at yeah. the same time. And I wish the community would really take that the opportunity. And I'm not talking about the LGBTQ community. I'm talking about the black community. Oh, okay. Because when I'm saying like, when I earlier when I was talking about community, I was really talking about the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And how like I didn't know how we that we were really out there like that. Yeah. And now I'm really talking about the black community. Like I really wish we would come together and like, you know, we are just so afraid of queer folk. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I really wish that we would put all that shit aside. Like, cause when we say black lives matter, like we mean all black lives, black trans lives, black lesbian lives, black non-binary lives, black gay lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but it's like, we kind of become like powerful white men at some point. And it's like, yes, black lives matter, but did they go to church? You know, like, do yeah. they believe in Jesus? And I, I, we see it a lot, right? Where it's like, you know, we we want to come together and it's like we are community until, you know, it's like, well, oh, no, you're not really a woman or you're not really a man. And who's to say, like, who who made that rule? You know what I'm saying? Like, who made that definition? Somebody put that definition into someone's head of like what a woman is or what a man is or just that whole like my st- my thinking stops here. Like I have a cap on my thinking. I don't even give a fuck about non-binary because I'm not letting my mind go there. Do you get what I'm saying? And yeah. I wish that we would open that box when it comes to community and like really come together and just be stronger. I don't know. Like be stronger when it comes to the LGBTQ community. Yeah. That's another podcast. It is. Yeah. Because we absolutely need each other though. We absolutely need each other. And it's, it's kind of scary when you think about people in their, insecurities and how you know we allow dumb shit to scare us into hurting somebody you know what i mean yeah it's 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 a little too much and i'm not like trying to get super serious or emotional but it's like i've read that tweet earlier from india and it was like it's absolutely true like the whole the the biggest threat to black trans women is cis black men. It's true and it's sad because at the end of the day, that's still our community, right? Yeah. And to think that someone in your community is your biggest threat, it's it's just it's scary. It's very scary because I'm one of the you know you know I cape for the black community. Yeah. Like I I love. Our folks, I will be on the front lines for our folks. And then shit like that happens. And it's like, yeah. (laughs) Like, come on. 
why you know why is it so hard to just leave people the hell alone seriously because that you know what i'm saying like that's really what it is just if you don't like it if you don't agree like leave people the hell alone yeah Anyway, I had so much fun at So Oakland, even though it was small and it was like not what we were <laughs> expecting, but then it ended up being great. They had the dancers and they had like kids who were out there being entrepreneurs and Oh yeah, that was great. That was beautiful yeah, and we got to see really so many really queer cool. folk. Yeah. I was inspired by that, honestly. Yeah, me too. Just seeing black people and community and the number of queer folk it's really what made the day um special it did yeah it really did and people were so receptive to us you know what i'm saying like nobody were nobody was like oh uh-uh yeah yeah people were away from us because we had our our gaydar was working gaydar was up yeah nigga that gaydar was like beep 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 i am not your negro no you're my nigga though no i am not your negro (laughs) nigga that's what James Baldwin says. I said that earlier because I was looking at the DVD. And Jasmine was like, what? I am not your Negro. I can hear you swallowing all in the... Because I'm drinking my drink. But I'm trying to tell you, you the story leave. of what no, happened with Jasmine. No. Let me demonstrate. This is Ray. You already demonstrated. One more I'm time. trying to tell you what happened with Jasmine because I thought it was funny. Okay, go ahead. No, I already told you. Done. You didn't finish. Anyway, I want to. You just burped in the mic. No, that was, actually was in my throat. It was a throat weird. burp. Yeah. Yes. It was strange. I okay. get them all the time. <laughs> okay, let's Excuse wrap me. Up. I pulled away from the mic, though. Did <laughs> you notice that? <laughs> so, anyway, I'm going to let her stop laughing at me. Are you finished? Can we wrap up? <laughs> Go ahead and wrap up. Can you Ray? stop laughing though? Right. Please, can you wrap up? Anyway, I I I hope that you all, I don't know if you all are following us on Twitter and or Instagram, but um the festival has passed obviously at this point, but I we took some beautiful pictures um of folks at the So Oakland Day Fest and we have them on our Instagram and Twitter. Our Instagram is at Black Queer Pod and our Twitter is it's taken forever to log, I'm sorry, to load. To say log? Oh my god. Is Black Queer Pod as well? They're both the same, Black Queer Pod. Who would have known? Who would have guessed it? Um, But we have some beautiful pictures of just beautiful Black... No, go ahead. Come on. We have beautiful pictures of Black queer folk that we met at um, So Oakland Day Fest. And go check them out. Check out the pictures and just see all the Black queer love that is happening in Oakland, Oakland, California, and 
I want to dedicate this show to them because they were so cool and so sweet and polite and they didn't know us and they really could have been like, uh, get the fuck out of here. We don't want to talk to y'all, but they were super sweet. Um, and so here's to black love, to black queer love. Yeah, and I, I want to dedicate this to black queer people doing their thing. Like Ray has really been dedicated to this podcast. She's got the website up. She's got our domain. She's going out talking to people. And I think this is a perfect example of the fact that you can be all of who you are. You know, be black, queer, fabulous, um, and do your thing. And it actually impacts people. And so I think uh, Lorraine is a good example of how beautiful uh, black queerness is. So uh, thank you. All right, folks. You're so sweet. So this wraps up another episode of Black Queer. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. All right. Right. Bye, guys. Why are you laughing? Can you end it, please? Are you still? Did you say bye? Bye. Bye.